A website maps the neighborhoods that have noisy children. A woman bit off a man's tongue in a street brawl, and then a seagull ate it. And a Twitch streamer made $16,000 filming himself sleeping. These are the weird news stories for Tuesday. On Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by, you guessed it, someone who's funny, I think. A Japanese website maps the neighborhoods that have noisy children. Chatty neighbors, children letting off some steam on the street. These have become the target of a controversial website in Japan that identifies neighborhoods where noise levels may be just too much for those in search of a quieter life. You know, the quiet life. I want my life to be a very tranquil cup of chamomile tea. You children get off my lawn! In other words, the Dorozuku Street Tribe map is ablaze with colorful circles indicating places to avoid on the map because... It says they reverberate to the sounds of children playing and adults gossiping within earshot of their neighbors. The website appears to have struck a chord in a country where even a packed commuter train is often an oasis of quietude. There's information on the website about almost 6,000 hotspots across Japan that have been brought to the attention uh, and labeled irritable by the locals. So let me get this straight. This is an this is a map. It's an app, and it lets you know what areas you have chatty neighbors and children playing. I don't know. Children playing is the sign of a very healthy neighborhood, in my opinion. You want to live in a place where children are playing because that means there's not too many, I don't know, homeless people pooping on your doorstep, you know, which is something I've had to deal with in L.A. That's what I want. I just want a street map that shows me in L.A. where homeless people aren't pooping on my doorstep. I'll move there. How about that? Jonesy, how could you speak ill of homeless people? Because they're pooping on my doorstep. Clicking on icons on this Japanese neighborhood noisy map reveals the nature of each of the nuisance from children, quote, playing noisily with balls to adults engaging in a marathon gossip session. Primary school children are always playing and romping around the street in this area, causing trouble to people living nearby. That reads one of the typical submissions, while another user complains of having to dodge children while driving in the neighborhood. Oh, those children, they're all in the street playing. Of course you got to dodge them. <laughs> Older school children are not the only group being singled out, with other gripes directed at crying babies and kindergarten pupils raising their voices in the evening and during weekends. Uh, I'm so afraid to end up being one of these people that would report these noises on an on an app on a map that's going to be me someday i mean it began with the helicopters you guys heard me on the podcast in the early days when i was in downtown la just complaining about the noise the garbage trucks that came by the screaming locals the helicopters i'm becoming one of these people that reports children playing in the street <laughs> oh man it says here the website's operator is a man in his 40s. He's asked not to be named. He's under some fire himself, accused of fomenting intolerance of children who are only doing what comes naturally and in a country that needs many more young people if its economy is to survive in the coming decades. That's actually true. I've seen many articles about the uh, disappearance of youth 
the disappearance, the dwindling of the generations in Japan, in other words. So, yeah, we need to, uh, especially in Japan, embrace the youth at this point. You can't complain about them playing in the streets. Come on now. Your economy will not survive. It says, while some parents of young children said the website, which also pinpoints more tolerant locales, has helped them choose where to live, others were dismayed to find themselves listed even though they were model neighbors. What do they name these people by? Well, they, by, I guess they put a pin where your address is. <laughs> like, chatty neighbors right here, apartment 202. Uh, says here, they include a care facility, a care facility for children in Tokyo that reverberates to the din of their high-pitched tones. Oh, boy, they've reported a children's facility or a preschool. Like, of course, there's going to be the sounds of children playing. What is wrong with you? The site's operator defended the service against charges of encouraging neighborhood disputes over children who should be seen but not heard. Here's a quote from the person. I know some people will probably see my map as unfairly exposing them, but it's also a fact that many people are constantly troubled by noises and other issues. Um, noise appears to have worsened during the coronavirus pandemic, of course, which has seen record numbers of people working from home. And during the first state of emergency last year resulted in the closure of schools. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you guys think a, a map like this would be useful? Certainly, if you're trying to find a place to live, I guess you don't want to live in the noisiest of places. But I, I would find that we could create other more useful maps, maps that could let us know. For instance, if there's too many dogs in a neighborhood, like I'm not, I'm just not into living amongst all the dogs, a lot of barking going on, you know, and then I got to, you know, then I go, I go for a walk and there's just a gazillion dogs. I got to cross the street. I'm just a little tired of it. So a map of all the dogs would be nice. Uh, a map of, I don't know, a map of places you'd get stabbed. Perhaps we could just flip it and have maps that show us the neighborhoods that have the best taco trucks. And the best weed, man. Yay! A Scottish woman bit off a man's tongue in a street brawl, and then a seagull ate it. That's actually the headline. A Scottish woman bit off a man's tongue in a street brawl, and then a seagull ate it. Disgusting. A Scottish woman bit off a part of a man's mouth, tongue, and a very wild street brawl, apparently. And then a seagull promptly swooped down and gobbled it up, authorities say in a police report. Bethany Ryan, age 27, she's the tongue biter, the seagull feeder. She was clashing with a stranger named James McKenzie. Are you sure they're strangers? Sparked an argument, according to the prosecutor, after McKenzie walked towards Ryan with a clenched fist, she inexpressibly kissed him. Then she chomped off a three-by-two-centimeter piece of his tongue, prosecutor says. Oh, boy. Here's a quote from the court. She kissed him on the lips, and during the course of that, she bit through his tongue, which caused a piece of his tongue to be removed. After he spat out a bloody chunk of the organ. Ooh, this article is so descriptive. A bloody chunk of the organ. A bird swooped down and plucked it off the ground and then ate that bloody chunk of tongue, making reattachment surgery impossible, prosecutors say. Oh, man, why could you really put it back? Could someone really bite off your tongue and they sew it back on? Is this the thing that we're doing? Is this the miracles of science? My goodness, can't you cure my nut allergy? You could sew a tongue back on. 
Can you cure my nut allergy, please? I'm not asking for much. I'm pretty sure I can install a vagina down there. Can I please eat a Snickers? Please! I'm begging you, medical community. Here's another quote from this Dixon person. Mr. McKenzie walked off and spat a part of his tongue out, at which point the piece of muscle was picked up by a large seagull that made off with the piece of tongue. <laughs> They're just very matter-of-fact and detailed about it. Yes, the piece of... The, it was a piece of the muscle of the tongue. Isn't the tongue a muscle? The whole thing's a muscle, right? Uh, and the, the seagull made off with it. I'm sure the seagull just really thoroughly enjoyed that. What a treat that is. Seagulls are disgusting. They'll just eat anything. They'll steal your cheese curls, and then they'll, they'll eat your nipples. Like, they, they just don't discriminate, really. This Mackenzie character who was bit was treated for the laceration to his tongue after it began oozing blood, the prosecutor said. What is with this graphic terminology, prosecutor? Oozing blood. Is that necessary? I mean, it does add to the story, I suppose. The prosecutor says, thankfully, he did not require surgery, given the piece of tongue was no longer available and could not be reattached. <laughs> that was the only reason why he didn't go through surgery, because it could not be attached. And now he's got half a tongue. Sorry, ladies. He's got, <laughs> he's got half a tongue. That's not what you want to read on a dating profile. Sorry, I only have piece of blades. I have a half of a tongue. And I kind of talk a little bit. If you could just... I'm better at typing than I am talking, really. And in the bedroom, it's really a struggle. Ryan, this lady Ryan, this maniac, this lady who bit off someone's tongue and then fed it to a seagull. She was arrested. She pleaded guilty to the assault to the tongue. It wasn't immediately clear what prompted the argument between her and Mackenzie. How, why don't you find out what prompted the argument? You have all these other details that you're sharing with us. You don't even get to the bottom of what the argument was, prosecutors? You're just too busy just writing about oozing blood and lacerations of tongues. <laughs> Trying to find some colorful language to s describe a seagull. Why don't you find out what prompted the argument? I want to know what to look out for in this world, all right? I don't want some woman just biting off my, my mouth member, spitting it in the air, and then some sort of albatross swooping down. Making off with it. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a good t story. Do you guys want to know what happened to my tongue? It was a seagull. A Twitch streamer made $16,000 filming himself sleeping. How? Is he that fascinating of a sleeper? What does this guy do in his sleep? I need to know. Oh, there's a photo of a dog with him. All right. That's this points right there. Maybe people are watching the dog instead of this guy sleeping. Maybe that's what's going on. Let's find out some more information. The article says there are various ways to generate income even in lockdown. How about sleeping and making some money? Sounds weird and it's hard to believe, right? Nah, not really, bro, because I got a Robin Hood account. I'm making ducats off doggy coin. That's what's up. Just kidding, everyone. Many social many social media influencers are embracing the new rising trend. It's called the sleep stream. No, no, come on. I just covered the study stream last week. People will watch other people study. People are watching people sleep now. I mean, if the person's extremely attractive, maybe, and they're wearing very little clothing, I can see how it could be appealing. Um, but I'm looking at a photo of this guy. He's just like a chubby Asian dude. I don't understand why anyone would want to watch him sleep. Maybe he's a very violent uh 
what do they call that? Sleep apnea. Maybe he has violent sleep apnea. I had a, a guy sleep over my house once uh, in college. One of our college buddies, he crashed. His name was Nick, and he slept on the couch for a few days, and he had very violent sleep apnea. It was fascinating to watch him. You know, he, he woke up probably, I don't know, they say people with sleep apnea wake up like hundreds of times during the night. I, I was watching intently, waiting for him to choke himself to death. I'm like, he's going to choke on his tongue and die, right? <laughs> As I'm drinking beers next to him. <laughs> uh, that was a very, very strange divergence there. Please forgive me. But the story, just it just inspires me to go places like that. I'm very confused about this sleep stream. How much money can be made? Amongst the best-known sleep sleep streamers is one who goes by this the name Asian Andy. Oh, this is Asian Andy, this chubby dude? Okay. The 26-year-old from Los Angeles made $16,000 in one night. Oh, no. 16 grand to sleep? How? Ah, this is on his Twitch live stream. Uh, it says he didn't get much sleep in the process, though. Oh, why is that? Like many other influencers, Asian Andy set up text-to-speech recognition for his live stream, meaning that music played with every donation and the messages were read aloud. A lot of viewers used their messages to get Alexa to play loud music, imitate a dog barking, or make his alarm clock go off. Oh, I see. So he set it up where if you made a donation, you could do text-to-speech. And then using text-to-speech, you could request a song off Alexa or um, request that, you know, a dog bark. Uh, says here, one recurring theme in a live stream was viewers telling Andy someone was at the window, leading to over-the-top reactions. Andy himself was shocked at his viewers' generosity. Thank you so much, he said at the end of his Twitch live stream, which he later posted on YouTube. I used to drive Uber for $16 an hour. Twitch largely started, as you know, as a gaming platform, with some users making as much as $200,000 a year gaming. There is now a Twitch affiliate program for those who are serious about making a career out of gaming. Uh, it says here that uh, some politicians have even used Twitch to try to increase voter participation and fundraise for charities. This guy, Andy, who's known for his antics, including tearing off his shirt in Starbucks, and whenever someone says, Ascend!, has more than 40,000 subscribers on Twitter and Instagram and 1 million on YouTube. Uh, oh, it says he tears off his shirt whenever someone says ascend. Is that what I'm missing here? How do you, how does he know you're saying ascend? I guess on Twitch, you just yell ascend. And he, I mean, who would want to see this guy with his shirt off, though? I don't understand that. Andy is not the only influencer making money with his eyes closed, however. There are other Twitch sleep streamers. Oh, man, I don't even want to read any more of this because it's just going to depress me how much money people are making sleeping. Here I am inside a closet recording a podcast. I'm actually trying. What do I get? Huh? I get people going on Amazon and leaving me terrible reviews. <laughs> and I'm trying. Anyone leaving a bad review for Andy's sleep stream? Probably not. Everybody's probably like, go, Andy, you go. You're really bringing some entertainment to the world, Andy, by sleeping with your sexy-ass dog. Here I am in a closet. <laughs> I'm trying, man. Ugh. You know, it's just jealousy, guys. That's what you're hearing. Total jealousy. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I want to make money sleeping. What else could I do, though? 
Do you think I could make money if I did a Twitch stream of just peeling oranges and eating them? Or those tiny little cuties, those little orange cuties and eating them? Or kumquats, just peeling little kumquats and eating them. Do you think people would pay to see such things? I should start experimenting. Would people pay to watch me tie my shoe again and again? This is ground control to Major Tom. I've downloaded Weird AF News. It's the perfect podcast for me when in space. That was, um, that was me taking a David Bowie song that's about outer space and injecting my podcast into it and then trying to sell it as the greatest podcast you could ever listen to in outer space, which I agree. You should, too. Uh, we will have Weird AF News broadcast on the ISS, and it'll be the first podcast listened to on Mars. That's the plan, guys. You know, they just landed that big-ass rover on the planet Mars, you know, but they didn't ask me if I'd like to, you know, broadcast my podcast up there. You know, I was very insulted by that. They put a helicopter on it, but they didn't put my damn podcast? Are they okay or what? <laughs> Anyways, I appreciate you getting all the way to the weird outro that I'm now uh, adding to the to the bumper of this uh, this episode of Weird AF News. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for taking the journey. If you would like to support the show, you know you can go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews and get some weird extra content into your life and get that nice feeling that you get when you're supporting a a news show. <laughs> a news show. It's funny to call, call this a, a news show. I record it in a closet in my bedroom. I mean, uh, look at I didn't say it was, uh, you know, completely professional. Yeah, I just said it's a, it's a weird news show on its own, yeah. on its level, okay? You know, maybe one day I'll have the NPR budget. Bam! But then you'd lose the charm. That's weird AF news. That's what I worry about. If I had a big budget, then it would be like, you know, then other people would be, making decisions around here instead of just me in a closet, which I think is the best way to do it. Um, yeah, I'm kind of under my mind right now. Thanks for bearing with me. Uh, if you'd like to call the show and give your opinion on any of the stories I covered today, please feel free to do so. The number is 646-450-2012. You can also email me funnyjones at gmail.com. You can send me articles there as well. Also, check out the website weirdafnews.com. And you could submit articles there, and you can join the Patreon from there, or buy me a cup of coffee, which is pretty cool. That's a good, good way to spend your time is buying me cups of coffee. I think, uh, a cup of coffee and a back rub—that's what I could use in life. What else? Oh yeah, check me out on the Instagram, the Gram, at Funny Jones. You can reach out there and say hi as well. Tell me how much you love the show, or how much you can't stand it. Either way, I'm okay. It's a bipartisan. Instagram account. Did I use that correctly? Bipartisan. It's a, it's a democratic Instagram platform. It's a, <laughs> until they kick me off for, uh, I don't know why. Um, yeah, so follow me and reach out. Say hi. Don't be shy. And thank you for your support in all the ways that you do so. <laughs>